Every day I'm shuffling. Welcome back to the session. I'm Mitch. You guys ready to get weird tonight or what? He's Rob. I'm looking to get weird. Noodle, kid. No doubt. Coming through. La Costa Nostra. Johnny Blaze. And then you've got Tim Pal. Gangsters, what's up, guys? Ow, what the shit was that? Hope you're ready for the next episode. Hey. What is up? We're back here on the session. Uh, coming t- live. Live. We're live tonight. We're live tonight. Wednesday, the 25th of uh, February. Uh, you can give us a call tonight here on the session with me and Mitch. I'm Rob. He's Mitch. You can give us a call at 347 838 8764. This is Enter the Session. We're going to catch the show up on what, what we've been up to, what's been going on. Talk about some current events and stuff and some entertainment. What's going on in the world of entertainment. Then we'll come back with some not necessarily sports. Got some, uh, might have some um, breaking news stories for not necessarily sports. And then we can uh, close it out with uh, some TBD, a little TBD. We got a UFC coming up, fight coming up this weekend. We got some random trivia. If we happen to have anybody to join the show or call in who wanted to compete against, say, Mitch. Um, oh, I'm not very good. What do you? Th- you're you're you're, but I'm perfect. you're house money, Mitch. House money, Mitch is the perfect foil to your game. It, I won't be. I'm not. I, it wouldn't be like the old ESPN show where they had stump the Schwab, where you could never stump him because he knew everything. You'll be able to stump the Mitch. Stump. That sounds like that's your like. That's well, like I stole that ambiguously gay comment. Oh no. You've been good for a while, you know? Maybe, I don't know. I haven't been, I don't think I've been, it's been a while since I've been on a show. Are you referring to I've been good by not making ambiguously gay or, comments? Or, or outwardly, or outwardly gay, gay, gay or, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Myself? I don't know. I'll take that as a compliment. The, uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to log that one in, it's a compliment. But again, give us a call tonight, <laughs> uh, it's just me and Mitch right now. Oh, what's the number? You can call in 347-838-8764, got it right in front of me. You do? I did. That's why I say that. Hey, you know what I need? What I need you to do? I'm gonna. This will be a bit during the show. You need to get on our blog talk radio. Just get on the. Click the link from Facebook. Breaking voices. Yeah, I know. Isn't that weird? That's weird. I had the biggest breakingest voice ever. Rob and I have known each other since puberty and on. I was the worst at it, and it just happened again. But Rob, get on blog talk radio. I'm done. Type the search engine the session like you're just an outsider just going in there. And why don't you like our own show? We only have three people that like the show. Two of my neighbors and me. Noodle doesn't like the show. No one likes the show. This I encourage all of our listeners to go to blogtalkradio.com on the link that you're listening to now. If you are listening live, you can turn it. Yeah, my... Okay. Even if you can't, this is your, right. that was your fault. Mitch. It was my okay, fault. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. It's because here, you man. sent me to Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, they do. They make. It's they do because you sent me to Blog they Talk may, Radio. They may bring you to some commercials. Don't ever do that again, Mitch. All right. But everyone, I want you to go to BlogTalkRadio.com and give us a like. Yeah. That's all I want. It, because when I schedule shows, but Rob, we've been on Blog Talk for like five years, four or five years, or maybe only wow. three. I don't even know. Well, we started with the Obicon show. And then we went on our own, and then we had 
the Bay podcast that was on with us. Who, you know what? I'll tell you what, and they are a WWE centric podcast. That genre, that entertainment, whatever it is, just lasts. A lot of podcasts. It, it lasts through everything. Professional wrestling is like a gold mine. It it it, it doesn't even, it doesn't have a recession. It always is popular, and it's and it just is either at the same pace it normally is, or just more popular than. Normally I'm is. let's let's re let's re-enter this when we get to like uh, not necessarily sports because right we need something to talk about then. And I have some <laughs> comments on the topic, but uh, we got to go. We got to stretch because we're man down tonight. We don't. Well, there's no noodle. I'm sick of this. And noodle's been coming correct like for the past couple weeks. I know, stepping up. You've been you've been out of town. You've been back injury and sickness. So, so, I get the, no. the well, I, Did I have that right? So well, yeah, yeah. The, I my I had like my yeah. Was my back was ma- I think I was on one week while my back was messed up, and right. then like uh, my uh, I had a, my kid got some sort of uh flu right and and i got i get this flu you know so i had the flu oh, I didn't know, I didn't know the kid right and i think that's why i missed the show like it was like right before i was going on vacation and then i may have missed the show for vacation the uh yeah because i was sick the week before i went on vacation and then i was on vacation for a couple like a week there's one weekend. lou gehrig and one cal ripkin for 2015 his name is mitch rogers the only one that's been on every show. Uh, yeah. Noodle. Noodle. And we talked about that one time. And we miss shows. Me, right, me and you miss shows all the time. Like, you just got to do it. Noodle had a streak of making to every show. And he's been dating his same girl. And I love her to death, Christy. Shout out. Love, her, love you to death. But for like 15, 14, 15 months, that's when it kind of started. You know what I mean? Like mm. once that once that starts happening again, love life takes over. Mm-hmm. You're gonna miss him. But before that, when he was single, it was there every time. The Rock. So I, he, uh, yeah. So uh, I had some flu thing, I think, and I missed uh, missed a uh, show. And then I went to uh, I missed a show because I went to I went to Miami and I went to. Uh, we went to Miami for like an extended weekend, and we it was a uh, there was a music festival. It was a nine mile festival in Miami. It's like a Marley family thing that they have like a fundraiser for homeless people every year, a bunch of different bands and stuff. And we, my wife had gotten me uh, tickets or gotten us tickets and backstage passes for the festival. Okay, you know what? Not knowing any of the backstory, we didn't talk about this at all before. Pictures that you were posting. Your wife was having a grandiose time, and make, I, I like that. So she was the one that kind of set it up, and like was was because she looked like so into it. Like, yeah. So we we you know flew down there for like an extended weekend, and uh, we started out. We were staying in Miami, really awesome uh, hotel in my right in Miami we're by the at, airport. It's called the Element, and it's like it's one I it's one of the, the group airport. hotel. Yeah, it's yeah. by the airport. Uh, but a really, really nice, like, cool ho- hotel. And we drove to Key West, like, our fir- for, like, the first day. So we get to Key West, like, before. Um, and it's, like, a long ride. It's not so much that it's long, but you go on this, like, 
coastal highway where you're just like kind of jumping from like little. What, how like, long does it take when I've been down there? It was two hours, a couple hours. It's like a hundred miles, but it takes about two hours. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and it's you're at the mercy of like a one lane road, you know, and it's like. So if you have delivery trucks or school buses or whatever, you know, in, in front of you, it can, you know, take a long time. So we drive down, we get down there, and we, we're, you know, we're, we're hanging out for a while, have a couple drinks, and uh, go to the, uh, they have a sunset festival, like, uh, every night in this place called Mallory Square, and which is the most southern point of the continental United States. And, uh, so, but they have all these like street performers and stuff like, uh, performing there. So, you know, that's Did you go to that place? Did it say continental? Did you go back to it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yeah. So anyway, so that like, you know, so we're in Key West. I've been there a couple times and, uh, at Mallory Square and, uh, there's all these street performers and it's always a good time. We're, you know, having some drinks and stuff and we go to, the uh Duval Street where all the like bars and stuff are and we go to a couple bars and uh we need uh, I, I, I I'm gonna have to drive back to like Miami because, because like we're gonna get a hotel there but rooms are like three and four hundred bucks so you're, you're back you're, you're, I already have a hotel in Miami you know you're, you're down there and we've been friends for a long time I know you've been down there before and I know like you know you know you where was the streets where like all your fun took place when you were down there years before. Were you in the same area? That's where yeah. like everybody parties. Like, so that was like, like the same yeah. area. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so the uh, so you know after you know it's time to like drive back. You got to kind of sober up a little bit. And uh, one of the bartenders had directed us to this uh, street car. Uh, it wasn't even like you know how they have like what these was the food name? trucks. I don't know what it was Desire? called. Desire. No, you know how it's like uh, they have like food trucks now. It's like the big thing. But so I'm expecting a food truck down the street, and it's not the the thing's not even supposed to get there till like midnight. It's like not even open until midnight, and it's not even like a food truck. It's like a, it's like a uh, I don't even. It's like a hot dog stand. What kind of? It's a little bit bigger than like a hot dog stand, but there's these two, two like pretty hot uh, Polish women like. Uh, they're, and they're like, it's like crazy street. It's like steak and cheese and gyros and stuff. But it's like they've made like every ingredient fresh. You know, like from the flatbread they had made. It was like homemade flatbread and or pita, you know. And uh, and they had made like the tzatziki sauce and this like jalapeno sauce and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, man, it was like the best. I would never eat it. It was the best drunk bar food. It was like the best thing ever and then like after having that and sobering up a little bit I have to drive all the way back to uh miami this That's long terrible, yeah uh well the worst part of it is i was confident and like i counted myself down i hadn't drank that much and i you know <laughs> right. you know Come okay on. and i had had like the gyro to serve myself up and like so i'm driving but uh, you know so i'm driving back to miami and literally from key west I turn onto like this this Pacific Coast or, or crossing uh, oceans uh, highway and across. I think it's called the Across Oceans. I don't anyway. So I turn onto it and I'm I'm driving the length of it because I'm going back to Miami, right? I have a cop pull behind me and drive what? behind me like the entire way <laughs> to like Key Largo, which is like a hundred miles. <laughs> the uh, so and I know the whole even though it's like in the middle of the it's the middle of the night. It's like middle of the night. It's like three o'clock in the morning. 
and uh, I know like I have a cop behind me the whole way, and I'm like I'm not That's no inebriated, joke. but I was like you know if I was pulled over I'd have to be like yes I've had a drink tonight. Explain your way out of it. Yeah, but that I sucks. that was like at five o'clock, and now it's three o'clock in the morning, and you know, but yeah. It, so anyway, so I'm and, and if anybody's ever made the drive before in the keys. You got this long, like, long, you know, it's that if, if, uh, man, if, if Florida is the pirate's peg leg, you know, mm-hmm. it's like the yeah. toe fungus, like hanging off, like hey, out hey, into the ocean. Hey, it's where I was born. The, keys, the uh, it's Florida, well, look, Florida's the like the worst state. It's the worst state. Oh, come on, man. It's the worst state. It's Pensacola. The, uh, come up to the second the, uh, district. It, so, like, at the very, <laughs> you drive all the way as far as you can drive, right? And that's Key West. So you turn around and have to drive all the way back. It's like 100 miles of just this one-lane road. One, and it's key everything. It's like key west, key lime, key pine key, big, big piney key, the no-name key, uh, key, turtle key. You know, like all the way back, it's key every. It's like you'll, you drive across like 100 keys. So like one of the keys is key deer, right? And they are, it's like famous for... They have these mutants, like mutated little mutant, like miniature deer there, right? But they're like, there's like 60 of them or something. And I mean, like the the key itself is the size of like a high school football field. And but their biggest thing is what their name their name stake, right? These key deer. And if you like hit them, you go to jail, right? It's like some like I don't know, it's like three thousand dollar fine or something, right? So I have a cop behind me in the middle of the night, and sure enough, we come through Key Deer. And there's, like, walls of fences on either side of the road, but there's this little miniature deer, like, right on the side of the road right next to me. Didn't hit it. Made it all, finally, in, like, Key Largo, the, the cop pulled off uh, after, like, 100 miles. The, uh, but no, make it back to... Uh, Make it back to the hotel for, you know, it's like 4 o'clock in the morning. Pass out for a couple hours. Get up the next day. We hang on. You know, we do like the South Beach and Hollywood, uh, Florida, the beach there and the boardwalk. And oh, you uh, went up to Hollywood. Did you go to the casino? No, we didn't get there. Was Hard ca- Rock, right? Well, there's casinos everywhere. There was a casino right next to our um, hotel. Uh, I can't, Magic. It's like called. I think it's Magic Casino. And right in Miami. And uh, actually, uh, one night there was like two. It was like a couple female comics we were gonna go, but it was it was sold. I called. I called and checked it out. It was sold out. I can't remember who it was. Chelsea Peretti or anyway. The um. So then, like the the last day, Saturday, we we went to that Nine Mile Festival with Damian Marley, Stephen Marley, Soja, the Green, a bunch of like uh, reggae acts. Uh, it was yeah, re- yeah, so that was so really that cool. Awesome. Took a, like a bunch of pictures. that was, we got like pictures with like the, the whole entire band of uh, yeah Soja, and uh, I was over at Butcher Noodles' house like one day, like one afternoon. Yeah, because I missed that was actually the day of his, their party that I missed. Yeah, I, well, I wasn't allowed to go either. Uh, you weren't allowed no. to go. Oh, I hated wife, missing pregnant, it, pregnant and I haven't seen any pictures or heard anything, and that leads me to believe that it was even that much better. Like. I saw Butch like yeah, they, a couple nights ago in UVA, but I didn't talk to him. He was talking to some like awesome looking UVA chick. Oh, so I didn't want to interrupt his game at the time or anything. You you saw him the other night in Charlottesville. Yeah, you didn't talk to him. I like it was like at the very <laughs> end of the night, and it was like the last song, and we were getting ready to go out, 
and I tapped him on his back while he was talking to like a bartender. And but then like I it, he was he, the, the girl he was talking to some girl and I was like, well, I'm not gonna interrupt him. Yeah, yeah, I was on my way out myself. But uh, so yeah, so anyway, we the Sunday we're supposed to come back from uh, Florida. That's when evidently like all hell breaks loose with like the entire eastern. Uh, coastline getting like demolished with uh, yeah. Because how warm snow. was it? How warm was it for you guys? I saw like fifty degrees and was it was cold down there? Oh no, it was like seven. It was like the it got up to eighty the day we were at the, at Hollywood. Nice. Uh, it was like se- mid seventies. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I saw like some snaps in Florida that were getting down to fifty. I was like, oh my god. The uh, so then we are coming back on uh, we're coming back on uh, Sunday, and we. Uh, we get to the airport, and uh, I had already checked in. You know, I already had, like, the boarding passes and everything, but you got to go, like, drop your luggage off or whatever. Well, we're standing in this long line, and I overhear people at the tickets counters, like, getting pissed off. And, uh, you know, come to find out, there's two two planes, like, one plane to D.C., which I'm supposed to get on, and another plane to Chicago have been canceled because they didn't get out of Dulles. Yeah. And, uh... You know, it was like extreme temperatures. See, that was what was crazy is because it was like zero or three degrees here. So it's their icy. And we were like in, you know, 78 degrees. And uh, so I'm planning on flying home with it. And I didn't have a jacket. And I'm like, I'm going to have to run to my car parked. uh, Like, you know, my plan is like, dude, it's going to suck because I'm going to fly home. And I'm going to have to like run all the way to uh, my car. And freeze, but you know, come to find out, I don't even get the plane out. The plane's canceled. People start wigging out at the airport. Like some lady goes psycho at the ticket counter in front of me, and like cops come from out of everywhere. And I'm pretty sure she got arrested. She was trying to talk her way out of it, but it was like an old lady that went nuts. Like people were flipping out. So then everybody starts getting, and then they're like, because it wasn't a mechanical error, because it was like a plane error. There was only so much they were going to give you for. You know, they basically they were going to replace your flight or give you a refund. They weren't giving you any vouchers for like hotel or anything. Yeah. And uh, the earliest flight that they could give us was like Thursday, and this is Sunday, so we're like, forget that. We run to uh, get a rental car. We're like, screw it. We're just going to get because I just dropped off a rental car, and I was like, I wish I did. I wish I had known. I would just have not turned in the rental car, yeah. driven back home. So go and have to like rent another car. The place that I had rented my previous car, there's like 100 people in line, and they're literally doing like a one car return back and giving it out. Giving you it know, out. after they get if it clean, it was gonna take nice. forever. So then I see that Avis like has nobody over there. So I go over to Avis and I get a rent a car at Avis. And why like, didn't they have anyone there? What's wrong well, with that? long they didn't have anybody in line there, but they didn't have any cars to rent. So they give me a car. <laughs> They give me a car, and when I go to take was the it car, the hot dog mobile? <laughs> no, there was. It was like a uh, Chevy Cruze, which is horrible. Oh, dude, it's a nasty car. The uh, so uh, they give me this Chevy Cruze, and then when I'm going to like leave with it, they won't let me leave with it because it's supposed to have been taken offline or something for somebody. So they're like, "You're gonna have to go back to the line or whatever." So I go back to the line, and there's a long ass line by by now, you know, and I have to get like another car. And they had pulled this car, you know, they put them all in parking spaces. It's like your car can be found at J whatever with the keys in it. Just get it and drive it away. Well, when they told me my car wasn't going to work, they pulled another car just like it, but a black one, black Chevy Cruze out of the parking spot and pulled it up and put my wife and my bags in it. Right. Yeah. And uh, I go back in. I'm waiting in this long ass line. Finally, I get up there and I'm talking to the manager or whatever. 
they're like, we don't have a car to get to. And I'm like, I have a car already down there. And this is the identification number. My wife and my ex are already in there. They're like, we've already rented that to somebody else. They're down there looking for it right now. And I was like, they're not going to find it where, where you send them. You know, like, yeah, we're in there. The uh, So after a long like argument and stuff, like finally the, I got somebody. Even the manager was telling me, like, it can't be done. It can't be done. And it come to find out it was like a Sprint corporate account or something that was had already rented it or whatever. So they were like real hesitant to give it to me. Anyway, so I just like ball out of there finally with the pa- right paperwork, get out, drive all the way back. And then by this time it's like noon. So like there was no alternatives airplane wise. Not without paying like two hundred dollars more per person. Yeah. yeah. Or waiting till Thursday. So and then we'd be on our own to uh, to uh, yeah. To, to, to get a hotel the um the uh so anyway see so yeah, i drive all the way back for like 14 hours straight pretty much but we literally go through like every climate because it's like 75 degrees to like four degrees like when we get back did you did you have any precipitation at all you didn't yeah you no it was per, point, it, yeah. yeah we beat the, that was the thing too is the store when oh, we got cool. and it was such a good thing that we did too because uh there were tons more cancellations because that night on the way back, there was like uh, pipes that froze at Dulles that canceled a bunch more flights uh, coming in. And then the flight and then the weather came right after that. But we had 24 hours. It was like a 14 hour car ride. And I think like we slept for a little while and I got the car back and uh, and then like they had taken off like an hour of my time. It wasn't really truly 24 hours. It was like 23 hours because of me having to go back and exchange the car and everything. But it was a crazy turnaround flight. And then I get back in my, I'm like exhausted from the turnaround. And then my baby, I come back and my baby has like the flu. So I come back to a second round of flu because you like get what your kids get. Oh no. So yeah, I came back like directly into a second round of flu. And uh, I went to the, the show in Charlottesville that I saw Butch at. And I was supposed to go to the following night, another show in Richmond. But we had the pseudo... From the out of nowhere, dude. Blizzard. I want to get in. All right, it sucks. I want to get into the reggae scene. Can I? Is it too late? No, nah, dude. There's like lots of good. Can drive. you like just? All right, all right. So let's There's take it back. So we were at Old Busted Brewery earlier, kind of with some old friends. <coughs> my parents were around, or my dad, and it was just gonna work. Like we went old school with it. Let's go old school when you go to concerts again. I want to go. I want to get back into it. I mean, I guess when Kim's thirty-one weeks pregnant, it's not going to work out too well, maybe. But like in the future, I want, I want to, I want to go to UVA. You know what I mean? Like Dude, Charlottesville is a nice place. There, the, 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 Kim has office staff. We go down there all the time. There I is like a, uh, yeah, we went to an awesome restaurant too, the Whiskey Jar. Yes, really awesome. Oh, it's awesome with the upstairs. Yeah, we didn't go to upstairs, but there was a bar downstairs, and then we ate dinner on the, the other side of the upstairs. But there's probably um, there's probably upstairs. But yeah, no, it was a really nice. There's tons of places like that though. No but this was that was what was crazy too is uh, that that's another night that it was like seven degrees, and we have to like park in a parking garage, and even in your jackets you're freezing like Bad. walking anywhere. And then we get into the club there, the Jefferson, and they don't have like a coat check. And uh, so it's like just crazy going it, dealing with those temperatures are like it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, you and watch th- you watch the reality shows and you watch the things that are up in like Alaska and Canada and you're like, yeah, I could deal with that. And then I get a 
two week burst of what this weather would really be like in those situations? I hate no it. No way. I hate it. No way. I don't like snow either. I'm so done with snow. And I think we're going to have more snow tonight, evidently. Like, supposedly. I know. Like, two to three inches back up here again. For those people that are in our... And see, on Saturday night, the night that I that we had the... the that was hurt, fun. I didn't make it snow. to Richmond. I was supposed to go to a show at Richmond. Didn't go to it because... So then you I'm at my... That was, a bad, that was a bad snow. It was a bad snow. And I'm at my niece's... Uh, birthday and I stay like a little bit late and then I'm thinking you know I'm gonna come home and it's gonna be kind of rough and I came home to like like 10 inches of unplowed like snow on my road and it was like it was like it was bad you know it's that's like we it was weird because everybody overreacted to the one snow we were supposed to have that was supposed to be a blizzard and, this and one, it didn't come and then this, this one, one was fun all right so we had people still had their bread and milk and uh, and toilet paper from the last uh so we had we, conspiracy for this snow for the saturday one we had it was already planned one of our friends one of like uh my wife's friends you know rob came over and then also we had uh just name dropping the mayan parker also came over mayan parker parked right in front of our driveway and this I is pre-snow it's are they saturday. parking on snow uh, no, no, no. There's okay. no snow yeah. yet. Well, no. Let me correct that. Saturday, the snow started. Parking on snow can be crazy, too, because well, cars will slide away, especially as the stuff melts. This was stuff. the beginning of the snow. So okay. they, they got They're there. parking on nuts. They got snow. there about 3 or 4, four o'clock in the afternoon. If you remember, the, the snow really started about 11 o'clock in our area. started to kind of get hairy. But, all right, so we I live in a new community. HOAs are kind of like on your on your shit. On your shit. We kind of have a little community. You're not supposed to park your car kind of in the way so the plow can't get through there. Well, it's Saturday, you know. We already had plans. Our friends were coming over, and we're going to do what we do. Parker has a big truck. The big truck, we had him park it in front of my driveway, which I thought would be, you know, the best thing ever. You know, but we've all plowed, you know, with... We've been plowers before in our lives. When you go plow those neighborhoods, if you see a car, you give it about eight feet, eight feet around. Long story short, just from there, big truck being there, like half the road wasn't plowed in one area. And if you, you pulled up, the people are still like maneuvering around it. We got a letters from like the, the HOA. USPS. No, the United oh, States oh, Postal oh, yeah. And... They said basically they don't get basically the whole letter is and I have it upstairs. They don't. How get do they even they know don't get that out of somebody car. to your house? Well, they don't. Get, no, no, they don't know. Okay. Oh no, not about anyone being there. They just can't pull up and put the mail so, in our mailbox without getting out of their car. Right. So they and they said they won't do it, yeah. but they still did it. Uh-huh. But I know. I can tell. I saw like facial expressions. Like half the uh, and we have a little. We have a little. We have a little tiny connecting road. One car in that like screwed it all up, but that's how weird our weather's been. That this was a snowstorm that literally dropped nine inches on a Saturday night. The weather got up to forty-eight degrees around here, melted a bunch of it, but then it got to twelve degrees the next day and froze again. Like they're glaciers. Like I've seen cars wreck on three like inches of the ice. You know what I mean? Like like bust their cars up. So it's all right. I was going to bring this up later, and uh, and I know I was talking forever at the beginning of it, but I got something else I wanted to bring up just because you brought up the uh, the HOA issue or the you know living in a community HOA or whatever. 
I have a question. I just want. I just want to. I, I love this. It's just interesting. Yeah. I've seen. Evidently, a bunch of friends of mine in a neighboring county, county to us, I didn't realize, but live like in the same general vicinity. And there's like a road, a general a road, but it's in the country. You know, it's not like a, a neighborhood for say. It's not like a real close. You know, it's like it's country. No HOA, okay. No no homeowners association, and so we had this storm, or whatever. And you know, you uh, people like. Uh, uh, make snowmen or whatever, you know, do whatever, yeah. you know. Right, and right, right. Uh, and honestly, like when I lived in an HOA, and this is, this is you know, full, uh, full foreclosure or full uh, whatever. Disclosure. Disclosure. Yeah, the, uh, this is before I had kids, but I hated uh, sidewalk chalk, okay, in, in the neighborhood. Like, uh, I just hated it because it was like, if it was like, if it was a 16 year old, it would be graffiti, you know. <laughs> But uh, and not only that, that would like I had my car scratched because kids would be beside my car doing in my driveway. What do you mean doing sidewalk chalk? No, it sounds like you're justifying your hate. Wait, this no, sounds, I, I, yeah, this I, sounds no, like you're justifying no. your hate for sidewalk chalk. I hate sidewalk chalk. You saying? Kids, let me get to the point. Let wait, me get to the point. Have, so anyway. like, they scratch your car doing sidewalk yes. chalk. Yeah, my neighbor neighbor kids one time, <laughs> yeah, scratched my car. Well, that's do, an doing anomaly. doing uh, sidewalk chalk in my why what were uh, they wearing driveway like there's like four no, no. A coat with zippers and they just fell no 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 oh. they smacked my car with a rake with a wire rake would like, they use that for I don't get it my neighbor's kids would just play in the driveway <laughs> oh, okay. so while two or three of them are doing sidewalk chalk two or three of the other ones <laughs> are running around hitting each other with hoes and rakes the uh. <laughs> and driving like they're like power wheels and stuff like around Side my car, like doing it Mad Max style, like 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 uh, jousting, you know, <laughs> like it happened, dude. I watched it happen. Anyway, anyway, oh, so dude, anyway, I'm with you with the sidewalk. Well, sidewalk. what I was getting at is we you. have this I'm, storm, I'm, I'm, we have this snowstorm, and uh, and uh, there's you, you, people like make they go sledding, you make snowmen or whatever, right? Well, evidently, a bunch of people who I know on Facebook live in the same area where they have to drive by this this house. Where the people had the kids there or whatever had made snowmen, made this snowman scene, and I'll show you the picture of it, okay? And it is like kind of a horrific scene, and they use like red paint or something, and it's snowmen, and a couple of them have been like shot, and some of them have their hands up and stuff, and it's like the a bullshit. bloody. It's, it's Calvin like a, and Hobbes. It's like a bloody scene, right? You know what you know? that is? That's. I have no idea what it is. It looks like snowmen with. Uh... No, you're serious. This, no, if this is. Except with the, there's no blood. This is directly from Calvin and Hobbes. Oh. Well, this is from, from Culpepper. This is in Culpepper. No, I mean, like the, whoever's staging that, especially with the with the with the snowman with the big oh. the big black mouth around. Yeah, that's Bill Waterson, Calvin. Okay, and Hobbes, well, anyway, well, to, to, to describe to the audience, it's three snowmen, and one of them's been shot up, and then there's another on the ground that's been shot up, and there's red paint all over the snowman, and, and there's so many it's people disgusting. Are discussing this. And it's so weird to see that, uh, uh, you know, if it was next door to me, uh, see, I, I look at it as being so temporary, and I've gotten to kind of get a giggle, giggle out of it, and uh, I think it's creative. But and I have boys, I have kid boy, my kids are boys, and I, I don't know. Okay, so anyway, there's some people who are really up in arms and pissed off about this, and literally the police have been contacted because of that scene because of the snowman You've, I mean I'm telling you the, the, it's a whole series I'll show it to so, you after this so like, but I'm seeing like the gauntlet of like p- opinions because I'll have some friends who post it and they're like isn't this creative isn't this funny <laughs> my neighbors uh, did this and then some of them are like 
I don't know about this. This is kind of like strange. And then some people are like straight up like, I called the police about this and I should go over there and kick it down even though it's on their property. But it's, I really don't, just from initially looking at it, it didn't bother me. I thought it was kind of creepy. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. I'm telling you. And I, and so the, like, if it was my next door neighbor, I don't know how. If I was trying to sell my house, or if I was trying to sell a house where that was next door to it, maybe I would think differently about it. But it's so I so so many people were like up in arms about it. It's not so random. I'm telling you. I'm and, and when you see this, and like I was a Calvin and Hobbes freak, like and they have a series of them. I just flipped through like 15 pictures where you see different ones. See, look at these guys right there. Oh yeah, with the way oh, they're yeah. like it hits them. That's what they were doing. They got a little more graphic with it and took it a little bit to the next level. Oh. Well, yeah, it was so, a bloody massacre. So I'm scene. thinking, but I'm with you. I, I, what I like about it is the creativity where they were going back to the old Bill Watterson who hasn't published. So if your next door neighbor did that, that would, you have, would you have a problem with that? No, because I would have seen the homage okay. to Calvin yeah. and Hobbes. But I could see people doing it, and of course, in my HOA, they would absolutely. Yeah, you're, no, your HOA they would, would flip, flip out the f out. Yeah. Rob, they flipped out. Because well, a lot of the soccer moms would flip out. About no, Rob. Rob, my my uh, mailbox has like wood paneling on the bottom, and one of them like shifted off the side, and I I got an HOA violation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. they don't mess for, around for that. But isn't that cool though with the cap? So the only reason I saw the similarities when you showed me that picture, and that's so creative. That's what's awesome about this. It's another layer to this. With the way they made their mouths, the way they made them look, the the snowmen. It's an homage to like Calvin Hobbes. It's pretty cool. I of course I would love it. But people are getting freaked out. HOAs are weird, dude. Rob, when you get older, like, I mean, we're I'm, not. I'm older we're, than you. We're don't not, talk, we're don't not preach criminals. to me, asshole. I'm older than you. No, I know you are. You are like by like a month. So we are. We're, we're like we're cri- talk down to me, criminals. Rob. When you get older, you no, know, no, but no, like when we get when we get older, you always need like an authority figure that you're like that you hate or something. Like you want to be mad at. We're not criminals, so it's not like a. I'm not going to walk around and be like, man, say I hate the cops. What are you, a 20s gangster? No, yeah, exactly. I'm not that. You go to college, maybe your RA, your authority figure. You start, like, you get older and you just don't have many. Oh, your boss, whatever. The HOA, for me. The HOA Becomes that guy. Becomes becomes that police figure when I was 16. They're like the authority in WWE. Yeah. Oh, God, we'll get back to WWE later. But I'm just saying, the HOA has taken that I part of my life HOA. where I don't yeah. want there and there are there's friends friend dear there's friends a, of mine in my office that are members of HOAs they're like why don't you join your local HOA I'm like because I hate them even though I it might be my neighbor and if it's Eric or Scott sorry guys I didn't know you were in the HOA no they suck dude if you're in the HOA you're a, you're a you're a sea sucker I think so and even if you're not they've taken over the role of the guy I'm going the authority figure that yeah. I'm going to just hate for no reason for no reason you might be right yes my mailbox might look atrocious but you know why because the previous two homeowners made it atrocious I'll try to fix it make it better but you don't need to send me a letter why don't you knock on my door have a handshake and a smile and introduce yourself to me hi I'm Carol I'm the HOA person that rolls around the neighborhood and finds people for stuff but before I get to that your mailbox is a little off whack why don't you fix it not send me some damn threatening letter. You know what I mean? Like, they just go about things wrong. Because it's like a legal binding authority. Now, I'm in the real estate world. I understand what these HOAs have. Covenants. Bullshit. They are the new po-po for me. 
I don't even mind police, but the old popo <clears throat> is when I was 16 year old version <laughs> of the police. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the session. You can give us a call and join our conversation tonight at 347-838-8764. There's a, this is a mad busy time of year, too. It's a mad, cold, like crazy, More like we said, more snow tonight. Uh, school's been canceled. You know, it's probably going to be canceled again tomorrow. All right, sorry about that technical, Mitch. Was on pulling plugs. All right, I think we're back. I hope we're back. All right, so... Uh, I can't even remember where I was. All right, so it's like crazy cold right now. It's like it's like 26 degrees, and that feels balmy because it's been so cold lately, right? But we're supposed to get more snow tonight. School's probably going to be canceled again. Uh, everybody's like, uh, n- nobody knows how to drive here and deal with uh, with the uh, weather, with the snow. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. We're back, we're back, we're back. Yeah, so yeah, it's super cold out, like literally 26 degrees out right now, and it feels warm compared to like, like I said, Charlottesville was like seven degrees, having to walk downtown uh, to go to the show over the weekend. Uh, but it's like sick, but there's lots of uh, crazy stuff going on. Uh, professor Scott Hook, professor of uh, kinesiology, uh, Esquire, uh, yeah, you man. know from the show, they expecting uh, baby, and I think that they're like. In the final countdown, where if the baby doesn't show up, they're gonna have to like induce. I think they maybe they have already induced. It's a, it's like that time though. So uh, I shout mo- out to them. <laughs> I had the most embarrassing thing happen. Like, well, you're in ago. the countdown too. You are in the. That's where so I was I, aiming to. I got a text message. What is your count? What is your countdown? What is your text? All message? right, so we're gonna go. So we're in baby talk right now. We're gonna do it for a little while. I know everyone and people with baby talk and so forth. You know, whatever. You're not gonna care. So I get a text message from. This number right here, little baby. And I know if you listen to the show, I'm so sorry. They say, "Hey, Mitch, here, the little one." I'm like, Scott, and I know Scott. I have Scott's number. Scott's a business professional, so I don't know if I have his. This is his like work number. I don't know who it is. I'm just said, so cute. Congratulations. So I'm thinking this is Scott having his baby before anybody. Do you know what that number? Do you know whose number that is? So Rob, so basically you saw me have a conversation with somebody that sent me a baby picture to me. I said congratulations, so cute. They said thank you, and I so they think that I, I know who they are. I've had something. I've had this sorority chick who's been like texting me about like ordering shirts for some party or something, and she's and then she's and I, I didn't respond, you know, because I was like I don't even know what this is. And then she started calling me and leaving me messages. And uh, so finally, it's, 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 I, don't, I don't believe that is Scott's. That, I don't believe no, it's Scott. not at all. So, But I didn't know anyone. Because as was, of today, they were still in Countdown. And that's from Thursday. All right, so, what's, so here's what sucks. I like congratulated some friend of mine. And I recognize the number a little bit. Dude, Google the number, dude. Google the number. You'll... F- You'll figure it out. It wasn't Scott. Yeah, so... Yeah. So anyway, you, I'm well, in what, my, yeah, you're in, in baby countdown mode. I'm in my baby countdown How far now. out are you now? I haven't talked about it too much on the show. Except every week on the show. Uh, 31 weeks I'm in. That is a whole new chapter in, well, my life, of course, because I start baby classes. God, so you're like oh. a little over two months away. <laughs> right. So you're the like, sacrifices, ooh, I have to make. 
Uh, no, she's 10 weeks away, right? Yeah, right, exactly. Sorry for off. Yeah, 40 weeks. You did the math faster than me. Uh, yeah, she's in, and she's the one that's going through all the changes. And God, literally, God bless her. Like, like what she has to go through is unbelievable. And uh, to even try to, like, you know, like, make, you know, make her feel good or do all the things right, it's almost impossible. But um, 31 weeks in. Week 40, I guess, is where it's at. They're pinpointing that around, you know, the last week of April. So April 27th is the date. And, uh, yeah, the first baby class happened yesterday. It was weird. I was the first one to get there. I got there early. And we go there all the way, all the time, like this this place. We walk in, the security guard's there, the same security guard that's always there. And I'm like, well, and everything's, like, shut down because, you know, it's after hours. I was like, yeah, where is the baby class? I was like, I oh, right through that door. So I walked through the door. Just me. And it was like a Stanley Kubrick moment, Rob. Like, lights, main lights off, but kind of like the lab lights on. It was just weird. Or maybe it was like a projector. I don't even know. But I opened the door. And it's just like 10 fake babies sitting on top of like fake bathtubs. <laughs> Bath bits. It's just me because I'm like 20 minutes early. And I was like, I walked back out to him. I'm like, yes, good, sir. I was like do you mind if I wait out here? <laughs> and he goes, it was, he was awesome. with he goes, yeah, it is a little weird looking in there. Isn't it? <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> so we walk in and it was, it, it was, it was crazy. It was fun. It was a lot of people have had babies. So they're like, yeah, I remember doing those classes. They don't mean crap, but just like go with the motions. But I tell you what, I don't know much about it. I had to change a fake diaper. I had to dress a fake baby and clean a fake baby. Kind of works out. See what's going on. Oh, you know what, Rob? Your goal to your goal to giving that phone number out because we have a seven zero three caller on the line. <laughs> You're on the session. What's going on? What's on your mind? The Raiders fan and get his uh, get his thoughts on uh, Mister White being their possible first round pick. Oh, wait, all right. So, all right. Sorry. It kind of the Raiders fans not here tonight. I know. All right, so oh, mm, but oh. Can, let's comment though. But did mm. you? Or, were, so and I screwed up because technically I fuck up everything on this show. He's technical, Mitch, and I do that. So I potted you up late, oh. but I but I heard. I'm thinking you're talking about Kevin White to the Raiders. Is that what I was? Over that Amari Cooper's correct. over Amari yes. Cooper. So Kevin White, you're saying going number White. one, like first first wide receiver taken. I think it's a lot. Flying up the draft board. Mm. I think it's a lock that this happens. I don't know. Dude. I think Amari Cooper's still got a lot of steam, too. No, no, no. I think after the combine. There's what so else many need? good receivers, though. And there's going to be so many receivers available. Whoa, whoa, whoa you're agency. bringing up other receivers, but there's only two that are the top two. Amari and Kevin White. There's, lo- there's no one going above those love two. To see Cooper, love to see Cooper drop to the Steelers and their pick. Oh, I know who this is. Sweet. Thank you, Mike. Yes, I am with you as well. I would love to see that as well. But we, how, what would we do with all those receivers? Where would we put them all? You know what? So, I'm re- sure we could figure <laughs> out the place. So. Uh, I, but I, I'm with uh, 100%. The topic of Kevin White becoming the number one receiver in the draft has become very real and re- very prevalent. The, the combine was this weekend. He had an they outstanding performance. Freak. Yeah, outstanding performance. His 40 time was amazing. Him in the regular season, when he had a competent quarterback throwing to him, uh, his stats were amazing. Uh, the quarterback position for West Virginia after about week seven became in flux with 
with you know head injuries and other people starting and lack of confidence. I mean, he but when he had a stellar quarterback, which he did for one through six, he was the best receiver in football over well, what Amari was. He really was. And I don't take I don't take a lot of stock in Mike Mayock, but he said that he was best in and out of his bricks at the combine, and he had the best hands at the combine. I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you. But here's what's here's what here as a WVU alum and this you know, Rob the man who brought me there. Uh I don't want him to go to Oakland. God no. Jesus, no. Don't go to the black hole. I kinda want him to slip. Or good players go to die. <laughs> yeah, I want him to slip. I, I you, honestly I, I, I love I think he is worthy of the number one wide receiver pick and there's a lot of bias in that. But but we're not the only ones. This is where the mocks are putting him right now. I just don't want to see him going to Oakland. Like Rob, like Oakland. Yeah, well, he could. Uh, they say he's they say he's greater than out of breaks with that speed. They were comparing Cooper, from what I heard, more towards a uh, Tory Holt guy, a possession receiver. Um, they said White is explosive for the NFL game. Again, a lot of this came from Mike Mayock, but I, you know. No, I'm with you. Um, I just think it's intriguing to to see Amari Cooper drop so far so fast, coming out being what everyone thought would be the hands-down first receiver taken, and now they're comparing him to a possession receiver. No, I agree. I agree. Thank you for the call, and absolutely. And, you know, anytime anyone tries to – Just to finish up the call, I'm giving an update on the Pens caps. (laughs) End of the second period, 3-1 Penguins. It's an abomination. Of the way the Caps play. Oh, very disappointing. (laughs) So what? So what? Three and one on the season? If it turns that way, we'll see. It's it's abomination. Downey and the rest of the goons from Pittsburgh are running around. (laughs) It's very, very disappointing for the Caps brethren. I don't like goons from Pittsburgh. Come on, it's it was one game. One, it was one goonish game. I, I love the show, boys. I just thought I'd call in and give my two cents, and uh, thanks, and oh, uh, you enjoy know, the rest of the show. Oh, and anytime you, anytime you bring up the WVU guy, you know, figure it out. Thanks for the call. All right. Have a good one. It's an interesting point, though, because I think a lot of people have been talking about Amari Cooper for so long and really watching him through the season, and really kind of comp- thought he could be like the Odell Beckham type. Um, but there was so I think it's going to be interesting because there were so many uh, first year receivers last year that did so well uh, in their first in their rookie year. Uh, like so many, the numbers are just like crazy off the board, and it's because of the new NFL and the new rules and stuff. Uh, but I think that there's also a lot of potentially really good uh, wide receivers in this year's draft. And there's going to be a lot of good free agents, uh, wide receivers available. You got your Randall Cobbs. Uh, I think uh, uh, there's going to be a lot yeah, of. I'm, 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 so I think that I wonder if I honestly think that the the wide receiver position, which is not you know, it's typically you can get in the top five picks and stuff, and we will probably see one of the two of those receivers going in the top five. I think that there's a lot of people, teams who are going to say, hey, 
uh, like a Raiders that are going to say, hey, I can take one of these top tier, because there's only a couple top tier pass rushers in this year's draft. I can take one of these top tier pass rushers, and I'm not going to get Kevin White, but I can get a Devontae Parker in the second round. Yeah, I'm with you. These mock drafts more so just kind of define what in what positions, what ranking they're going to be in those positions. They, I mean, they they normally have like a you know three percent success rate of being able to actually pick where people are going to go. Kevin it's, White did look really good in the combine, though. Well, you know there what, was a lot of fast. That's where the athleticism it, is now. There's a it, lot of good athletes it, at the wide receiver at the and combine. And you know this. You know it's about me. So obviously. West Virginia games. I've watched every snap that w, that Kevin White has taken in his in his career. But what's interesting is I'm also an Alabama fan. More so, my dad is a you know diehard Alabama fan. But I watch most of the games if they're on. I'm going to watch the games. I've watched Amari Cooper his whole career as well. Like so, these are two receivers I've seen. I don't see a wrong pick. I almost see where you're going with the same situation where you're having a uh, where you're having Julio Jones and. Um, by my blanket on since he's a kid. Uh, AJ Green. But yeah. I think this is more like... I'm not uh, saying they're the similar style, but I'm saying... This is more of like a Kelvin Benjamin and a Odell Beckham to me. I mean, it's like you have a big play, big body type, and that's one knock, not even a knock, because he was also in the combine. But I think that his college number said he was like between 6'5 and 6'7. Who? Kevin White. Oh, no, no, he's only 6'2. Six he was three. like six three, yeah. yeah. But he, yeah, he was like no. shorter than what they than he Oh was. no, no, I mean no, no. I mean, well, I've, but those numbers are quite, you know, they come in inflated a lot. But yeah, yeah. six three is still a good Amari's big body. Amari's smaller uh, than him, though. Amari's yeah. a smaller guy than he is. But Amari has those qualities. I like the Tory Holt comparison was said. I was watching the NFL Combine when he was going to do his forty time with Mike Mayock. Um, it's a pretty good comparison. Like when you go and look at the two guys. I think Kevin White can be a little bit more Larry Fitzgerald-esque, where he can be explosive in a one-on-one situation. You can back shoulder him. You can, he can win the battle with his athleticism if you just put it in his area. Odell Beckham, I'm with. I do think Amari Cooper may have a Tory Holt. So he can still do the athletic things, but he's going to run the smoothest routes. He's going to get open and cut his breaks. He's going to make your hips break in the wrong situation. He's going to have those things. So I think there is no wrong with those two. But I think they're going to be, when it comes out, the two front runners. And what you're saying is a very, very strong wide receiver draft. But you're going to have two, I think. Hey, but you know, Rob, you're, we, let's look at this. We could isolate this right now. And the, probably the money is, if you were putting money on, the rest of the draft, there's going to be one wide receiver that's going to be better than the rest. Because we always see late wide, you know what I mean? Like late drafted wide receivers, there's always the diamond in the rough. And I think that's where you're saying the intrigue comes when you're drafting. There's always a diamond in the rough at the wide receiver position. I always bring it back to my Antonio Brown, good lord. You know what I mean? Emmanuel Sanders. I mean, those two guys. I mean, they're number one receivers on their uh, respective teams drafted in the same draft. For third round and later, both of them. So, you probably find people that are going to be more, more adept. Great call, caller, segueing us in. Are we going to go to break and then come back with not necessarily sports? What do you want to do? Fine, let's do that. Sounds like sound like a good idea. More people call in three four seven eight three eight eight seven six four. It's fun. We we'll back. Episode. 
What's up? We're back here. It's this session. Uh, we went kind of long last uh, 40. Uh, it's just me and Mitch tonight. We had a good call. Kind of leading us into uh, not necessarily sports. When we got into that, we got to close out a little bit of entertainment and uh, catching up. What was you, so? Uh, <laughs> what is your what is your countdown? You you are two and a half months. Okay, right? Ten weeks. Is that what yeah, you're I mean, at? I'm, all right. So yeah, nine yeah. or ten weeks. Yeah. So I've changed. I've changed from like you know. The same way people go from feet to meters. I'm like, instead of months, I'm down to weeks. 31 weeks. Apparently, there's 40 weeks in a pregnancy. Which is more like 10 months, by the way, everybody, if you do the math. You're like in the golden period, though, dude. Because I'm telling you, like, the last eight weeks is uh, the second half of the, at least from my experience, Second half of the pregnancy, first half went like so fast, <laughs> and the second half it's just like it went on forever, and a lot of uncomfortableness in that time. But it was kind of like this strange uh, calm before the uh, predicated storm. Uh, the last eight weeks, the last two months were a good time because it was a lot of focus and. And like you know, kind of just being like, well, ready, like ready for it. I mean, you know? I, and for my wife, I know it's real because it, there's a baby growing in. And by the way, I love the way everyone talks about baby that you just call it baby. Like, yeah, baby will do this. Baby will suck on the nipple. Baby will be in the bath. Baby, like it's like this singular way they talk about it. I don't know if I'm nesting. I know it's the so you know what I mean. But I, Rob, like I'm like so into it now. Because it's it's not just prevalent. I mean, it's right in my face. It's, you know, it's nine weeks away. And Kim, of course, is known it's going to be there. And I had known that too. But psychologically, the way it works is weird. And what sucks about it is... And you know I hate people... I hate spoilers. You know, when you and TM talk about shows, just like you can talk about Better Call Saul, I hate spoilers. Advice from everyone is is fantastic, and you need it. You love it. Some people are so good at it. You're awesome at it. You don't give away the little spoilers. Some people just like try to give them away. You know what I mean? Like the, just like the little things. I don't care if it's a poop thing. I don't care if it's a burp thing. All the advice is like kind of like spoilers for me. You know what I mean? I want to know. But then also like getting the advice is part of it too. It's just weird. it's a weird time overall, Rob. It's for my first one around, it's 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 crazy. You just had your second. How how different is this? So I'm going through my first. You just went through the second. Is the second the way it is explained to me at this point? Is the second one is easy breezy? Everyone knows what's going on. Oh, you have your second. Everything's going. On. Is it that easy? Like what? Like is the second? <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't say e- easy is not like the uh, right word, but you just—it's definitely you tr- know your you, shit. It's tr- you, maybe not even consciously, but even consciously to a certain point, you you treat it differently. It, it, I'm not even—I'm not saying it's less exciting, and I'm not saying it's easier. You just you treat it differently, like uh, yeah. in the it's like. Um, it's like I don't want to say I don't want to like diminish it. It's not. It's like it's old. It's like 
you're you're more you know more. I think you're more comfortable with what you're about to go through, and like uh, you don't want to make as big of a fuss necessarily <laughs> about it. Uh, you, and you're just more like okay, we were discussing it. Like for instance, our first child, we videotaped it. Right, we had like uh, two f- cameras. Right, like I posted like <laughs> one up in the corner of the wall to get like the money shot, like everything. Oh, really? And I had one like myself, and I had a camera, like Were a you- thirty-five. Mil- I had like a digital, like uh, DSLR. Like I'm like, t- you know, I was, you know, I was up in the front. I was working the front court. I was in the back court. I was I was pe- I was dribbling, dude. I was. What were you doing? You're like directing, you're like Martin Scorsese. I was like all over the place. It was crazy too because like, Why? Uh, what are you thinking? <laughs> I thought that that's what you did. I thought you like videotaped <laughs> that stuff, right? So and like I had like this doc. We uh, like that's disgusting. I knew like a bunch of the nurses and stuff. Like you were talking about that class, and my class wasn't as uh, bad because I actually knew the teacher, and she had like. It was just easy going. It was like my buddy's wife and stuff. And, like, I knew a bunch of the uh, nurses and stuff there. So that was, like, really cool. But the shift of nurses that were there for <laughs> our delivery. Okay. All right. So you're just saying, like, yeah, I knew these people. <laughs> well, no. I had, like, asked beforehand the doctor and everything. Like, and the doctor's like, yeah, I don't care if you videos videotape, whatever. Well, did you, know? you, like, like. And I set a did camera you up. posts? I set a camera up. And then, like one of the nurses in the midst in the midst of the delivery, one of the nurses tried to act like she didn't want to be videotaped or didn't think we uh, it was allowed to be videotaped. And uh, but you know, I was like, okay, then maybe you should leave. Maybe maybe you should leave. I'd already if you have a problem with this, maybe you should leave. Uh, we have a doctor here; he can take care of. This. So, but here's the kicker: like after having like videotaped that, <laughs> I thought you were doing a We never watched it. We never watched it. We have consciously decided that like while we're not going to destroy the videotape, we are not going to. Uh, we're not ever going to watch it. <laughs> and uh, you know, I posted something like halfway jokingly on your, and I hope I didn't upset uh, Kim. And it's a beautiful, magical. Uh, Thing. Oh, uh, your post took over her post, and everyone commented on your comment. It was great. She loved it. What happened? Was that her comment? Was, or it was her my post? comment? I thought it was your. I don't it have was no my idea. Comment. Okay, I have no idea. The uh, not her comment, but my comment. It was fantastic. We love that. It no, it was it, it was like a. Uh, it's it's a beautiful thing. It's not a bad. Th- it's not a. It's not like a bad experience. No, she but, likes the fact that all my friends are getting in on the conversation and getting me involved because that's what she's going through. The, she loves uh, it. But it is. Uh, well, she loved it. Then, we, she yeah, we consciously decided like we've like we're not going to want. We're, we're, we, it was. Uh, I likened it to 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 like a war flashback. Because, like, as beautiful as it was, and as, and I have, like, the most fun, like, incredible memories of it, there was also, like, a little bit of, like, a war shock. That, and it wasn't so much for my wife, because she was on the good drugs. You know, they gave her the good drugs. She couldn't see what was going on. Would she you was get not, a little faint? Me? Yeah. No, no, I didn't get faint, but it was kind of like in the, you get the adrenaline. Like, it's a... You, because you're like on your, your wedding, feet. Do you have to like bend up, do you like bend your knees a little so you don't like fall over? They tell you that. 
They, did they tell you that in the Not class? Not yet. No, okay, no, no, they no tell I, have, you I have a couple more classes. They, no, the nurses or the nurses class. happen to be like more concerned about you because you can the, spoil my class. Look, look Kim's going to be in a bed, like in a, in a very. She's going to be very, in, very uncomfortable. But if she, she's probably going to have some medication that'll make her more comfortable. I'll make her. She's going to be in a very comfortable bed, her. and they're going to make her as comfortable as could be, and. It's gonna. It's a process that's just gonna happen, and she's not even gonna be really privy to. She's gonna be privy. I don't. I'm a dude. I'm not. I don't want to see. See well, my. She's not gonna look at herself. It, it, it's, it, it's, <laughs> I'll say it for but you. But it's gonna be more different for you. Oh, I know, dude. I, I am a full advocate of. I wish that they would it, give. Like they should give the fathers the spinal tap. All right, all right, and just like hits you up like uh, Hannibal Lecter. So it's safe. You to know. S- so you're like stiffened into like a. A wheelbarrow type so, thing, so, so you can't fall over. Kid one, you did the we cameras, like in a different angle, so you would see like everything, like just I, I everything. I, I don't know if I thought I was going to edit this and I was going to cut back and forth and I was going to do a, like a, a, a narrative, like the, the first child that comes out to float you. Like, you know, like I don't know what I thought I was going to do. Wow. I could never approach you it. Still have that footage? I know you do. I do, and we and, and you know what we've decided. Not only are we not going to watch it. We're not going to tell the kids about it. And the first kid who comes and asks about it, we're just, just going to tell them, that's, that's you. That's you. It, so we might not even tell them it's the first one. Maybe it was the second one. But the fact of the matter is, the second one came. We did not there videotape. Comes. I was there. Oh, no, no. I cut the umbilical cord right. of both. I'm going uh, to do that. That's the freakiest thing in the world, dude. I, I get, you know, I, oh, man, I, I kind of get shudders. I'm not scared. It's a very beautiful, it's a beautifully, horrifically terrifying uh, thing, and it's in and, and it's uh, it's, be- it's it's incredible in the moment, like uh, adrenaline uh, type thing, and it's freaking weird, dude. It's funny. It's, 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 it's really, really, it's awesome and beautiful. Yeah, it's I know. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Bob. Here's what's going on. Here's you know? Do you know how they say like? Have you ever been in a car accident? Have you been in a car accident? Well, yes, right here next to where I live right now, the one where I did the 180 on. Oh Hill, yeah. On, so leaving. you know how you're in a car accident yeah. and it's like. What, twelve seconds? You know the whole car accident. It's like a yeah. twelve second ordeal, but that twelve yeah, seconds, my side crashed. It's in, almost like a minute because you're just yeah. like revved up, oh, like yeah. instantly, like you right. don't even realize. <sighs> that that's what, that's what, and I don't even mean like getting there. I mean that's what the delivery is like. It's like almost like a car accident where you're not gonna stop. You're, the, uh, I'm climbing out the passenger Jesus, window. T- Jesus, take the wheel. Uh, Climbing out the passenger window, and you're not. Gonna, you're just gonna watch, dude. You there should be seatbelts, and uh, it's an incredible thing. Mitch. No, it is. It's right. incredible. And, and and what I'm <laughs> what I'm getting at about the car accident type thing is it's over with so quick. That you need to cherish every moment, but then you don't want to videotape. You just have to cherish it, right? The moral is you've got to cherish it, like like while you're there, relish it, relish with, it with your relish it. I don't even know what you're talking about. I've never seen anything that looks like relish. I think that's what you did. I don't know. Like, cherish and relish? Just so, just because it has eyes. Cherry relish. Hey, did you hear about the uh, cherry, what? the Maraschino cherry factory dude? The Maraschino cherry factory dude? Yeah, the dude who's like the lead. It was like the leading maker of Maraschino cherries or something. Maraschino like cherries. I've had to correct you twice. Okay, what are they? Like, what the fuck? What I don't know, dude. I'm on? not like really into them. I'm just well, do, all right, the do you like the ones that taste like candy or the ones that taste like fucking fruit? 
The ones that are candy are maraschino cherries. Okay, maraschino uh, cherries. There you go. There you go. That's what All right, maraschino mean. cherries that, like, you know, you get in a jar or whatever. Like, the dude who had, like, the company. I don't know. He- There's some dude who had a company. Is his name, like, Mike Maraschino? He got busted. He was, like, a major marijuana uh, grower. Yeah. And, Where's he uh, from? Oh, but he, but he, no, he ran, he was like, what state is this? I just want to know. I don't know, dude. I didn't, I didn't print the story out for tonight. Like I did the other stories we didn't get to tonight. Dude, get to him. What, what story? Go to the first story you printed out right now. Dude, come on. Well, we we were going to talk about the Oscars, you know, the Oscar uh, review. We didn't really uh, get to that. I'm in, man. I'm in. uh, So you got to. Rob, I watched like three of the movies. I called it. I called it. Yeah, you did. I called it Birdman or The Virtue of the Unexpected uh, vi- Virtue of Ignorance. The Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. Very uh, cool that DirecTV and, and uh, iTunes and all them put that out right bef- that weekend. Like Thursday, they put it out. A lot of people got to see Birdman right beforehand, including myself and my wife. Love so that what movie. did you, you like? I, I absolutely it's an incredible, lo- like, loved it. Performance. I, in, uh, in, uh, I, I, you know what? The entire Ed, uh, Ed Norton steals the show. No, no yeah. question or no doubt about it for me. The way they film it in the 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 one the the, the well the, the seemingly one take. Of course, when they pan off and do other stuff, and they're able to change outfits, and they probably film it in a different day. They didn't do it all in one take. And, uh, but it was amazing. Robert, I loved about Boyhood in this movie was two movies that had different styles that maybe I've never seen ever in my life pretty cool uh he also went alejandro uh, Enrito uh also wins for directing for uh best director for uh, birdman and uh so he wins uh best director and then uh uh sean penn comes out to give the end of the night to give <laughs> the uh, award for uh best picture and he opens up the envelope and he says uh what i don't even remember what he said Check his green, green card. card. <laughs> it was like, pretty ignorant. It was like, pretty stupid. Well, like Sean Penn has spent so many, t- so much time in like doing rescue efforts in Haiti and doing other things. Like he really, honestly, I think this is true, Rob. I think he honestly thinks he can just. Well, he's know, like, never given a shit. He's like he's the never given a shit. Anti-dentite, like the guy that you know, or, or, or when you're talking about the character in Seinfeld when he becomes Jewish, or you know when he just go and he can tell the jokes. Well, he played thing. a Jewish lawyer in uh, <laughs> Scarface. It's true. The, um, but uh, I don't know. That's your biggies. Uh, you got your uh, Julianne Moore winner for uh, Best Actress. Your uh, Eddie Redmayne winner for The Theory of Everything for uh, Best Actor. That's kind of, you know... We've talked about it Bro, before. You do play- you remember 14 years ago? I may have had the worst thing. I think I, I said we just talked about him. So Sean Penn won. What Oscar did he win? He, he played a mentally challenged. He played retard, didn't he? he? That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> so I remember like about 15 years ago. Like, what movie was it? I don't know, Freddy or... No, you know what the movie it was. So he's Sam. In, I am Sam. I am Sam. So he played an I am Sam. And I remember before the days we could even have a podcast or even talk about this in any way or even have a blog, probably. I think Yahoo was out. 
I remember having the conversation with you. He's going to win the Oscar because he is doing the retard role. And I know it's the worst thing to say in 2015. Should... And I don't. And this is me talking in 1997. It's tough, it happened dude. there. It's tough. He won there, and I think more. So you get you get you get brownie points. You get a little you bit. Do. You get a little bit. You get a little brownie point push. You do because the movie. Suspect. Suspect. Um, I think Bradley Cooper got completely kind of left over because of the liberal bias of I honestly do I honestly believe it because his portrayal if you're talking about an acting award a guy that transformed his body like lifted weights and gained 30 like 9 pounds of muscle got this beard and looked exactly the same way as the guy and talked in the same dialect mm-hmm. dude he was amazing Michael Keaton was pretty freaking good too I agree I agree the, uh... I agree I think I but, but, but I think Cooper should have been in more in the running. All right, so uh, that's the Oscars. What kind of television are you watching? Did you see the Parks and Rec finale? No. Oh man, I know. I mean, I didn't. Parks and Rec was really good. It was sad. It was sad to see it go. There was two big finales this past week. You had your Two and a Half Men finale, and you had your just the other night Parks and Rec finale. I, the Two and a Half Men read about. Saw a couple of Ashton Kutcher. I, I, I just the show. The show was okay. Was Charlie Sheen? So, like, so what happened in this finale? Charlie Sheen almost came back. Was supposed to come back. Didn't come back. Piano falls on his head. Something in that. Something in that respect. Person Rick had a really good finale with these uh, flash forwards, uh, kind of showing what the whole, whole cast. And then you had your Rashida Jones. And uh, Rob Lowe coming back at the very end. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, that makes it no. I wa- no. I watch it. I'm just like two episodes behind. So uh, that's one that I'm sad to see go. I really enjoyed that one. I had kind of run ill with uh, the Office by the time it left, and I'm kind of like Seinfeld did the same thing to me. By the time Seinfeld ended, I was done with it. I didn't want it in reruns anymore. Uh, the Office the same way. And but I really kind of liked Parks and Rec in a uh, the uh, I'm sad kind of sad to see it go. Uh, the, 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 the well the transformation of Parks and Rec from like when it started the addition of you know where the you know you know whether it's Rob Lowe and whatever the show the entire time like Ron Swanson's character becoming the main focus of the show was I wish a huge he, part of I wish of he their would get him, I wish he they'd give him a uh, spinoff. But Amy Poehler, that's perfect. She doesn't want to be the main. She's the main, like, she's the main marquee. They put up, put up, but she's not the funniest one on the show. And that's, she's perfect in that role. And that's where he comes in. Uh, one, well, of my, one of my favorite shows by far. Like, I love 30 Rock. I thought it was one of my favorite modern. This I, one. I, 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 everything points to I should have loved 30 Rock. And 30 Rock had its moments. But overall, it was a disappointment to me, and it I I liked uh, Parks and Rec more than the. the I'm Rec. with you. I like Parks and Rec more. The, uh, the, the there was just I really should have liked Thirty Rock a lot more than I did. Sometimes, it, and the cast was good. It was just I don't know. I, I think it, it was it was I don't know. But there's some Some, something let me down. With there's it. some brilliant. Episodes. It's another show that's dead to me. Like I'm I, I, now that it's over with, I, I don't even want to watch it anymore. There's some fun seasons. Though. They should give Ron Swanson a uh, spinoff, though. 
like the uh, biggest uh, thing that I think is hitting TV right now, uh, Better Call Saul, which is basically a breaking. If you know, for if you watch Breaking Bad, the uh, Saul Good character from Breaking Bad's got his own spinoff now. Uh, it's great we've been gone that long. Yeah, I mean, you haven't been together that long. Uh, the anticipation behind the show was not unprecedented, you know, because we have spinoffs all the time, Rob, right? But, like, you didn't know what was going to happen. Saul's character is, is, a, is unreal. And Bob Odenkirk was introduced to me because of you. I mean, you were the one, like, like years ago when we were probably 16 years old, uh, you knew who that guy was. So I remember when he... Uh, came on Breaking Bad, just thinking to that, hearkening to that. Uh, his character was probably, if it's if this is a theater piece, a dramatic piece, like he's the character you need. He's the, you know what I mean? He's 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 he's, he's the he's the levity. He's funny, but you didn't know what his spinoff and prequel show would be. If it was going to be like a comedy, Vince Gilligan directing the first night of episodes, uh, and the way they made it clear that it was going to be. Their own thing with with with, with well, it really feels a lot Odenkirk, like Breaking Bad, but felt a lot like Bad. Man. Depth of uh, directing, uh, really encapsulating the Albuquerque uh, feeling, uh, and it's going to be it's so well for you know so well thought out where it's a kind of a prequel post quill uh, to both uh, Breaking Bad. Do you know what I just thought of? Like just now, I'm, I'm not kidding. Just now. Gus is back. My favorite character in Breaking Bad, Gus, the chicken fried meth king pen, is going to be back. So, Rob, the, the fact that they've built this momentum right now in the early stages of bringing, like, to go back Mike, they're going to be able to bring, like, a lot well, of elements so many back. of the characters uh, were... Like uh, constituents of Sal, and, yeah. You know, so there, there's, That's a there's good so idea. many different uh, tie-ins, uh, and they, you know, they've really kind of it really kind of opened up to that black and white like Minnesota mall uh, set, set uh, setting where he's like working at a Cinnabon or whatever. Uh, well, that's what happens to him after. Yeah, first, you know, so uh, you know, it really is, in, you know, and then it cuts to before he's. Before he's even saw good, and it's so weird because his character is funny. It's like, yeah, you did all these things, you led this life. It's exciting, but he basically had to spend all of his life in like his little tiny office. Didn't get to enjoy any of the riches he got from that. You know the way it's gonna turn out. It's, I'm, I, the parallels and the fact they've made it give the give the feel of Breaking Bad. Um, it's limitless. How far they can stretch that plot? I mean, I, I mean, in, in at some point, if it goes season after season, you know, I mean, people are going to question that and, and probably scrutinize it a little bit. If you, you know, can, you know, I mean, can't only take so many liberties. They probably only have a real season's worth of liberties, or maybe two. Once you get deeper and deeper with the prequel, you know what I mean, with the year they started. So that's like uh, three episodes in. That's when to look out for. Uh, other uh, television news and uh, you know prequels and spinoffs. While we're talking about American Horror Story, one of my favorite shows uh, had four seasons. Uh, you know, it's a different season every time, but they're kind of interlinked. 
and they've announced now that they're coming back with the fifth season, uh, and it's gonna it's gonna Lady Gaga is gonna be playing a role on the uh, show. It's gonna be American Horror Story Hotel. Uh, so that's gonna be uh, she like tweeted out something to kind of lead uh, to that. Uh, Walking Dead uh, 90 minute finale is going to be coming up on March 29th. That's going to be a uh, extra 30 minutes long for the uh, finale for the season. Is that is the finale this weekend? No, oh. it'll be March 29th. The just, uh, you just said yeah. Just, Walking sorry, I'm sorry. the uh, Walking but the, Dead is it's been pretty good. I've loved it. The uh, now last season I really loved. This one has been very like kind of. Kind of dark and artsy, even for uh, The Walking Dead. It's good. It's been really, really good. Uh, now, that is, interestingly enough, that's another one that uh, the filming right now is what they're calling a companion piece to The Walking Dead. There's going to be another TV show, kind of like you got your CSI Miami or CSI what? Uh, NCSI LA. What do you mean? They're gonna. This is going to be a, a companion piece to The Walking Dead, another Walking Dead show, completely different cast. Uh, it's going to be actually they're filming it right now in Los Angeles. It's going to take place in Los Angeles, and it's going to be like a prequel showing like how the how it happened. What do you mean? Like if it's going to come on simultaneous with this show? <clears throat> well, it's oh, actually yeah, supposed yeah. to be playing. Uh, Is it the same actors? No, completely different actors. I hate it. I think it's going to be awesome. So uh, yeah, same uh, cat. You know, same people who are making. The Walking Dead, uh, same uh, creator of The Walking Dead. Uh, oh, when is The Walking Dead over? Have they they're not, haven't announced. They haven't it, announced they? it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no. But uh, yeah, this one's going to you know be before whatever happens, and uh, so they're filming that right now in L.A. Uh, that's something to look forward to because after this finale, I think it's October before. Uh, this Walking Dead comes back, and yeah, then uh, it doesn't matter. But you got House of Cards. This you, other, this other Walking Dead companion yourself. piece is supposed to be airing in 2015, so it should maybe come on over the summer. Um, oh, the companion! No, it's weird. It seems like you maybe follow the formula. Once that ends, you then you do a prequel. Also, uh, True Detective season two is going to be coming out this summer on uh, Showtime. Yeah, we're we're going to binge that one pretty soon. True Detective was really good. It was good. The uh, comebacks while we're talking about it, Ducktales is uh, coming back to Disney XD. So something you have looked to look forward to to watching with your girl <laughs> yeah, that we used to watch when we were looking at the same characters, uh, Scrooge <laughs> McDuck and his. Huey, Dewey, and Louie, his uh, nephews, and uh, was Crash Pad, and uh, <laughs> uh, the, all the uh, all your favorites yes. coming back. Uh, wrapping up some, um, that was a lot of our inner uh, uh, the session we hadn't talked about. Let, this uh, big thing, so not necessarily sports. I got some breaking news. I got a big thing that's about to break. What? But the big thing really is uh, Keith Overman uh, was suspended for over tweets about uh, Penn State. Uh, Keith Oberman for me is man. It's, uh, he's kind of getting. Well, it's, I used a, it's, to... it's dichotomous situation with me and Keith, baby. He and I don't care. And politically, I'm I lean both ways. You do. I do. You're, yeah. I'm politics. You're usually bent over that. Yeah. But Keith Oberman. All right. All right so Keith Oberman, MSNBC won't listen to hate him. Keith Oberman, ESPN. I like him. Like, I used he's to like, back he's in a the sport, day. He's a sports guy. I like. But what is he? 
Like, what is he, dude? Like, is he a... a, a so he gets in trouble. Or? He gets in trouble this week. And my dad likened this story to me because with the Penn State tragedy uh, that happened with the kids getting raped by the defensive coordinator that was not there for 20-some years, there's... A lot of people that have, like, softened their stance because not, the people that were involved have all been taken away from that university. Uh, there's some people that keep their hardened stance, and he's been one of those. No, but, like, no, but Keith has been one of those guys that has really, come, like, when, they, when they've taken some of the, uh, uh, when they've given them some, some of their sanctions back, mm-hmm. given them some of their bowl games back, he has been. But what you're saying fervent. is some people are still hard on Penn, Penn State. Right, right. So, Keith in a Twitter war with some girl when they when when Penn State was actually doing good for like cancer research. I know he just like went like back and forth. Pediatric with cancer, right? Raising millions for pediatric. He went back and forth, and this I could not imagine. Rob, could you imagine? Like you don't go back and forth, but he's being instigated by millions of people. He if you go on, he his, was just you, tagged in 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 like, in like a link yes. for. Pediatric cancer fundraiser, and, he just and, and it said Penn State. It was like we are tagging, and he had to answer like, uh, w- like pathetic or something like. But it's like, it, he, like the fact that he had to answer it or did answer it. But people are like this is a systematic problem. He gets messaged a trillion times. He just decided to do that. Probably because he was at like the peak of his night, had a couple drinks with this lady. You know, you know what I mean, Robbie? He just decided to antagonize someone. I He's think- gone for a few days, though, but that's like ESPN's thing. Yeah, who cares? What's well, I mean, the Disney company? The um, yeah. Okay, but okay, so that's that's whatever, whatever, whatever. I think that there was some big news that there's something. Okay. Why, 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 why? That's coming out. What, basketball-wise? No. There's something coming out on another NFL player that is supposedly as damning as the Ray Rice video. There's another video out that I think that, that TMZ has seen and is Are in the process of website? buying I'm it. I'm not. I don't, they don't have it yet. It was. I heard it was supposed to come out today. They don't Ew. have it. Dead Spins confirming it. Wait, 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 wait. TMZ has seen it. Who is this? There's a there's there's a put a legend Des Bryant video out there. I've heard this. Yeah, Yeah. that it was supposed to come out today. It's not out yet, but if so, it's it's supposed to be bad. And and this is a guy who was looking at 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 the very worst a franchise tag. He's in a franchise uh, year. He's in a contract year. Uh, It's gonna be interesting to see uh, because this is the hot button. Uh, in the NFL um, right now, it's a big no-no, and this is a guy who was set to make millions. Uh, at very and, worst, and, and you can't get away with anything in that realm. Like, look at um, look what Peterson's going through right now. I mean, if you're talking about in the same realm of charges, he's coming back through where general management and such were saying he'd be back in the graces of Minnesota's arms and. There's no way that's going to happen right now. Just the stigma behind anything you do. If Adrian Peterson did what he did two years ago, he's fine, right, Rob? Isn't he fine? My point is he was ready to make his like last contract. And these guys in their last contract, 
They want to make their max money. They know they're not going to. They just like elevate down. He's in a position like who knows what he's going to make. And if you do anything, Warren Sapp just got you know smacked his woman around. He's fired from the Warren Sapp. That's like his third charge, right? Well, it was a prostitute, and it was two prostitutes, and he filmed what he was doing on his camera, which became on his phone, which became evidence. And then he didn't pay said prostitute what they had agreed upon uh, for such service. Services rendered. He's a. So if that's his girl that you're talking about. um, I was. And that was. That was like at the Super Bowl, too. So, I mean, that's. uh, And that's a. That's. There's always like, you know. People, it, it was the player who got busted with a prostitute, and then I think he played the next day, but Atlanta lost. The Dirty Birds lost, right? I mean, like, Warren Sapp is so petty. Like, I don't even know what I said. Like, look, right here. That's him in the message to me. I said, takes one to know one. He goes, and you follow. And this is just after he got caught smacking his girl out front of a Tampa Bay hotel, and, I, and, he, go, and he was playing doctor or something on the NFL Network. I was like, hey, doctor, blah, blah, blah. You know, you should <laughs> I, oh, I definitely, Rob, I trolled him. I definitely trolled him. But both my trolls were about him doing domestic violence to someone. And, like, okay, I think I'm vindicated. So there's this, uh, former, about there's this former UFC fighter, uh, Josh Neer. They call him the dentist. I don't think he's fighting in the UFC anymore. He might be. Um, and uh, he had one of these trolls. You know, But he's a fighter, MMA fighter. Uh, he might be fighting in Bellator now. I don't know. Uh, so anyway, somebody was trolling him online, talking about how they'd jack him up. And this, uh, Josh Neer is not a real big dude. He's 5'11", 170, and he was being trolled. He's an trolled. MMA fighter, and you know who he is. He's going to fuck off somebody. His name's The Dentist, okay? And he, he's, he's not an actual dentist. So, uh, yeah, it's, you know. Yeah, I get it. So anyway. He's being trolled online by some, like, pseudo-think-he-is-a-fighter. Uh, uh, some dude that's, like, 6'3", 230 pounds. So he's got him by, like, 60 pounds or more. Uh, he's talking about trash to him. And Josh Neer says, all right. You know, gets back to him on Twitter or whatever, and it's like, all right, come on down to my gym, and I'll kick your ass, right? The dude comes down and shows up. And the dude's even talking so much trash, he's like, what kind of gloves are we going to use? It better be 16-ounce gloves because if it's the four-ouncers, I'll, I'll put you in the hospital, right? The dude's talking all this trash to Josh Neer. And he comes down to Josh Neer's gym, and Josh Neer whips this dude's ass. I mean, like, ri- like takes elbows to him. Uh, let's see if we can hear any of this. That's elbows. To the dude's face, really? to his skull, and they're filming this in his own gym. That's fist to the face. Oh, and that's a kick to the head. What? That's elbow, elbow, forearm, elbow, elbow, elbow. Um, now he's on top, full mount, straight, straight right, straight right, left, left hook, left hook to the face. He destroyed that dude. Uh, so that's what. Uh, you know, I've said it before. Don't say it on the street if you would. Don't say it in a tweet if you wouldn't say it in the street. <laughs> that dude came and got his ass whooped. And now, and I mean, I kind of back Josh Nair because the dude came down to his gym talking trash and like, you know, 
made issue, and then he proceeded to get his ass whipped for it. Uh, but now, sadly, Josh Neer is under investigation by could... the Iowa Commission what? after the gym fight video goes well, viral. Wait, wait, wait. Because he's a fighter, and he was fighting an un... I mean, it wasn't a... You know, it was a kind of out of control. <coughs> Whatever. I can't hate on him for it. Could I uh, do the same against Warren Sapp, you think? I wouldn't recommend it. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, the... Uh, the uh, it might be like an Alex Hernandez where they find... He, what, text messages like 15 minutes before he was supposedly killed, and then they find a shell casing in his rental car. Pretty damning uh, evidence. All right, look, last uh, eight minutes of the show, big UFC fight this weekend. It's had some upsets, uh, some injuries to the card. But you got Ronda Rousey taking on Kat Zagano in the uh, uh, main event. Josh Koscheck, uh big name in the UFC, uh, a real uh, heel. Are you getting? Are you uh, buying that card? Or are you going to go? Somewhere? I want to go somewhere. And I'm watch going to go it. somewhere. Maybe go not, to BWI, it's not worth BWI, buying. It's worth buying. I got to go somewhere. Uh, Josh Koscheck taking on Jake Ellenberger. Uh, that's going to be a, a decent fight. Uh, but uh, the, there's there's a, there's some good angles of this. Ronda Rousey ten and zero taking on Kat Zagano, she's going to win. You know she's going to win. I don't know. Okay, this is the biggest fight I think she's ever had before. I agree, but she's the, probably going to win. Uh, also, uh, there's UFC the debut of Holly Holm uh, with a record of 7-0. She's going to be taking on Raquel Pennington. Holly Holm has uh, really been looking uh, uh, forward to her debut. Tony Ferguson, former U- uh, Ultimate Fighter winner, taking on Gleason Tebow. Uh, but, yeah, Diego, uh, Diego Lima fighting Tim Means. There's some good fights on this card, but uh, yeah, I want to go somewhere and watch this one. Yeah, I know. Oh, we got six minutes now. We got six minutes. Do you want to go six more minutes? We can do it. We always need to. I love the the music. Dave Chappelle show was on Marathon all weekend long. So you got that uh, UFC uh, one uh, 84 this Saturday. Got that to look forward the, to. Who was the main event that was supposed to happen? I can't remember now. I want to. I want Cat. You absolutely. What is better for UFC with the women's world? Do you want Cat Sagano to win and make it like a better card, or just make it like competitive? Well, I've said this uh, previously, and. Uh, this is interesting. Uh, Kat Zagano had won and was supposed to uh, coach against Ronda Rousey uh, in that their seasons of uh, the Ultimate Fighter coaching. And uh, UFC kind of did some posturing with it. Kat Zagano had defeated Misha Tate to, to win uh, the opportunity to do that. Uh, she came back and said she had a knee injury. She wasn't going to be able to do it. They rolled Misha Tate into it. Uh, which I think was kind of a mistake. I think that they could have worked around that in the amount of time that uh, she had for the layover. So they didn't get to meet there. Uh, then uh, Kat Zagano's uh, husband and training uh, partner uh, that they own a gym together in Colorado. Uh, in the in the downtime, uh, he actually committed suicide in their gym. What? Uh, so she that she it took her like over a year to kind of come back from that emotionally. So they, in the gym that she trained in, her husband committed suicide, and they have a kid together. And uh, it was her. It was who. It was like her coach. And uh, so that's a lot for her to overcome. And uh, so this is a fight that's supposed to happen a long time ago. They're both undefeated. Kat Zagano is a serious fighter. 
she has a she's she has she's a much more well-rounded fighter than anybody uh, that uh, that Ronda Rousey's ever fought before. Um, it's going to be a good fight. I, now, I, I I don't I do think that 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 Ronda Rousey is still you know the, the favorite fighter here, but if anybody has a chance and anybody has a striking chance, uh, Katzigano is it going to be a good fight? Um, I think that Ronda Rousey gets really like fed up and angry at a lot of her opponents. I'm missing a child's way, way sometimes, but I think she's had a lot of time. Or a lot of a little bit of a hard time doing that against Kat Zagano, and uh, it might even be because of uh, the. I think she respects her as an opponent, but she also uh, feels some uh, sympathy for her with her husband having committed suicide. Uh, Ronda Rousey's father actually committed suicide when she was a little girl. Uh, they had gone sledding together. And, uh, her, Ronda, and her sister, and her father, and her, they, her father actually got injured. And he was never really quite the same after that. He dealt with a lot of pain issues and stuff, and he committed suicide uh, after that. And uh, I think that's been a big uh, molding uh, uh, event in Ronda Rousey's life. And I think that I think that emotionally and psychologically, she's dealing with different things uh, going into this fight against uh, Kat Zagano, as well as Kat is. Uh, and I think it's going to be a good fight, and uh, uh, I look forward to it. Uh, but, you know, I think it's going to be a judo throw in, a, in an arm bar. So maybe she's losing a little bit of her psychological edge because of it, compassion? It has her something. I think she's a little just compassionate, thinking. you think? I, I think she's thinking. I don't know if she's thinking of her own situation or her own past or her history or uh, or about Kat and, you know, what she's going through. Uh, there's something there. Uh, I think it's kind of interesting. I think that, that there's a lot of head play with Ronda Rousey, and she – uses a lot to psych herself up and I think that it might be a different angle for her that something she's entering here that she hasn't quite done before it'll be interesting it'll be worth seeing it's going to be a good fight and Holly Holm uh, versus Raquel Pennington that's going to be a great fight something to look forward to too Uh, Holly Holm pretty hot there's a chance though these could be first round knockouts you know what I mean this this pay-per-view could be a dud is there something up with UFC and if that happens Rob, do you think there's some challenge or some something crazy? Because they are putting some good fight cards out for free in the pay-per-view. The, uh, and up. it was Chris Weedman and Vitor Belfort uh, fight, which is, right. is off uh, from that card. Uh, it's going to be – the pay-per-view numbers are going to be down. They have been down recently. They're going to be down even worse on this card. Uh, lucky they have Ronda Rousey on this card. Otherwise, they probably would have canceled it. Um, yeah, I think that they have – but the problem is they flooded the market. They've uh, put a lot of – uh, free fights on so every used to be the UFC there was like one fight at one pay-per-view every month and uh, now there's multiple in a month and then we got a couple free uh, cards on here and there and it, the market's just been kind of flooded uh, I think that they're kind of competing against themselves at this point at least against their pay-per-view numbers uh, but they have to have some way to d- distribute these uh, title matches uh, it's just a sad turn of events that they didn't have the Chris Weinman uh, uh, Vito Belfort fight. fight for this all right, it looks like we rocked through it. It's been another excellent edition of this session here. We uh, we did it, and uh, it was just me and you, Mitch, seconds. and we had a great caller call in tonight. No Noodle tonight. Hopefully Noodle will be back with us next week. Disappointing trivia night? That's oh, okay. Let's not even bring it up, man. We can't even bring up trivia. Yeah, we trying to forget it already. Yeah, yeah. All right, thanks a lot for checking us out, and uh, listen to us again next week, and give us a call and join in here on this session with Mitch and Rob. Peace out.
Hold on one second. All right. Bonus time. Black history questions from Rob. Go. I, I had black history. I had trivia ready. We got 10 seconds. Go, go, go. Okay. Uh, for 200 points, Mitch, he hit 24 or more home runs every year from 1965 to 1973. Jackie Robinson. And he's the only player to hit 30 or more home runs in a season. And he did this at least 15 times. He hit 755 career home runs. Oh, Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron. For 200 points. Keep, for keep 400 points, this American developed 300 derivative products from peanuts. Among them, cheese, milk, coffee, flour, ink, dyes, plastics, wood stains, soap, linoleum, medicinal oils, George and cosmetics. Washington That's correct. For 600 points, he was an African-American baseball player, the first black pitcher in the American League. And the first representative of the Negro League to be inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Is it Bob Gibson? No, it's not. Satchel Paige. For 800 points, this Texan became the first African-American man to hold the World Heavyweight Champion Boxing title in 1908. He held it onto the belt until 1915. Jack Johnson for a thousand points. <laughs> he became the first black pro quarterback when he broke the Denver huddle and surveyed the Cincinnati Bengals defense as he walked the line of scrimmage on October 6, 1968. Marlon Briscoe. That was my Black History Month trivia questions. It won't be Black History Month when we get back to you next week. Peace. Peace out.